Steven, it's a new year. It's 2022. And I've got a big, fat, juicy wish that it's going to be a year full of fulfillment here on You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. What do you think? I've got a big old sauce-drenched wish myself just slapped on my plate here in front of me. And I'm going to dig in to a whole nother year of You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. It's going to be a big year full of winding down our rewatch of Community and moving on to whatever comes next for us and to be a part of it with us. There's so many ways to show your support. We've got a big old warm pool here for you. Come on and slip on your skibbies and slide down the ladder and dive in. How how can they get in this pool, Zach? If you put your toe in the water and it feels fine and you want to get waist deep, come join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. It's the way to support this show and to help us move it forward as we move into the future. It's also the way to get more of us every week with our live pre-show every week. You can't just a pre-show and all kinds of Patreon exclusive content coming all the time, Steven. We'd love for you to support us on Patreon, but you can also hang out with us free of charge over on Twitter at You Can't Disappod. We are also on Instagram at Can't Disappoint Podcast. And we're on Facebook and YouTube under the whole name of the show, You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. Also, if you would like to be a part of the show every week, you can email us at can'tdisappointpodcast at gmail.com. To be a part of next week's podcast, write us in your trivia, your favorite funny moment, and your episode MVP for next week's episode of Community, and we'll read it out loud on the show. If you like what we do here, leave a review wherever you leave reviews about podcasts. Yeah, maybe like... The Sharper Image product review site. Leave us a review there. There's uh, like a box full of sticky notes at my post office. Write a review and leave it there. I hope you guys are jumping on board with us and you're ready to traverse 2022 with me and Steven. What do you say? Let's rip our way into another episode if you can't disappoint a podcast. Cannonball! <laughs> I'll put like a big <laughs> splat. <laughs> Jeff, thank you. When the dean told me you were going to help me, I couldn't believe it. A cool, smart lawyer like yourself reaching out to a little nobody like me. I never told you I was a lawyer. No, you didn't. Shirley said it, remember? You said you hired Chang, and I said, I'm Kevin, and you are? You said, not calling you Kevin. I said, hi, not calling you Kevin. What are you having? You said, none of this. And then Shirley said, I don't care what he called himself. He's a hard worker. We're all broken people, and we all deserve a second chance, like how I gave Andre a second chance. Doesn't mean I forgot. I just forgave. And you said, Chang didn't sleep with a stripper. He tried to kill us. Why does everyone keep forgetting all that? And then Shirley said, but he didn't, and used to be a sleazy lawyer. Her words. Well, it's quite a memory you have. Well, my short-term memory has actually improved. My doctor calls it a, um, side effect. Okay, I think I'm ready. You ready? Let me take one more swig of agua. Thank you. That was to God for the water. Thank you, God. Oh, yeah, let's... (laughs) Let's say a quick prayer before we begin, <laughs> Stephen. You go ahead. <laughs> Great is thy faithfulness. Hey, Stephen, how you doing, man? How, hey, how you are know, you I'm, this fine day? I am. It's it's 2022. It actually and, is. We recorded our yeah. first 2022 podcast, a little peek behind the curtain, before <laughs> the newborn baby New Year. <laughs> 
had shown his little ass crack. Uh, <laughs> we had already recorded it. But now it actually is 2022. It is New Year. Are you feeling... Do you... I don't know. I know you don't really... Uh, you're dead inside and you don't feel anything about any it's of true. the holidays. You've made that clear on the podcast as it's we've true. gotten to each one. <laughs> do you get like... Ex- do you do anything for New Year's? Did you do anything for New Year's? No. Well, there was something kind of cool. I was... Uh, Danny and I were on like the a local news station. Yes. I know uh, about Local this. for Chicago cool is a bigger story. deal than like super small local, but uh, <laughs> not to flex on anyone yeah. who was only on their local, local news. Yeah. Um, They're begging for people to come on around here. <laughs> yeah. They just need the people. <laughs> what do you mean you don't know anything about the weather? Uh, I, Danny and I got to it be in matter. like... Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> uh, oh, but they do like a fake telenovela on that show, which for anyone who doesn't know, because apparently some people don't know what that yeah. is. No offense. Uh, it's like a Mexican like soap opera. Daytime drama. Yeah, but we... For the local in news? The show, what do you mean? Yeah, I don't know. News? There are a lot of, uh, like, Spanish-speaking um, okay. people on the news, I guess. It's not even... I guess two of them used to work at Univision. I don't know. It's a whole thing. But uh, so they do, like, a telenovela, and they speak Spanish and like, the whole thing. Like, really simple Spanish. Like, I could understand it without the subtitles. But they, I guess, did, like, a dance competition in the show. And so they had Danny and I stunt double, like, for the couple that won and then they like photoshopped over our faces like pictures of like different like, it, they like people the news. They did a deep yeah they, they deep faked us that's a callback uh they deep faked us from before we started recording <laughs> yeah the well i guess uh, we were recorded it, we were recording it was not it going in. in yeah um but they deep faked us Only but then the it was goal. really nice because afterwards they were like hey we just want to give a special thank you to uh arthur murray and Stephen Baker and Daniela Martinez, like it was so cool. So we that were like cool. on like the Chicago news, like right before. But nobody midnight. other than the people you tell will ever know it was you, other than hearing your name. Exactly. But maybe I'm sure some people in Chicago, as big of a city as it is, maybe mm-hmm. some dance people that uh, you aren't networking with already will yeah. see that and then hear the name of the dancer and think, oh, they're really talented. Maybe I should mm-hmm. look them up. Yeah, they're gonna think that we're we're good. Then they'll see your face and be like, that's not what I was expecting. <laughs> uh, well, they ended up showing our actual faces afterwards. Like, they oh, like, showed cool. up, like, a normal picture of us. And that is like, cool. Yeah. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, hey, cool. let's kick off the show. Welcome to You Can't Disappoint a Podcast, everyone. I hope the beginning of your year is going well. I hope you've settled into the reality that your uh, resolutions were incredibly pointless, entirely pointless, <laughs> and that really you'll have a happier year if you just let it go. And do the fun shit that you're trying to give up. (laughs) Hi, everyone. I'm Zach, and you get in the kitchen and make me a burrito. (laughs) Hi, I'm uh, Steven. Well, uh, actually, they told me that that my birth name was Zach. I actually don't remember anything before we started this podcast. (laughs) Zach just talked first and said his name was Zach, so I just assumed I was the Steven in this whole thing, and now I'm really confused about it all. That was a really convoluted intro, but I'm going to give yeah. you points for it. That was a good one. That was creative. Thanks. Good job, buddy. Thank Welcome, you. everybody. Let's give a shout out right at the top of the program to our $10 <laughs> and up patrons over at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. Those people are Mary Baker Budisa, Danny M. Lugo, Planeswalker Prez, and Ace, four of our favorite people on God's gray earth. Happy. Happy New Year! And if you like the show, I think this year is going to be a great year to jump in and be a Patreon patron. Patron. Pa- pa- 
Patreon. A patroner. I've heard it both ways. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's going to be a good year to get in on it because, you know, we've got, what, 32, three-ish episodes of Community left. So by the end of this year, really halfway through the year or less, we'll finish Community well, maybe not. Maybe it'll take more time than I'm thinking if there's that many episodes left. Regardless, we'll finish Community we'll this, finish year, this year and yeah. we'll be talking about whatever comes next. We have some ideas, but we've still got a lot of time to figure it out, too. And Patreon will be the way to, I don't know, probably see those decisions we make first, hear some of that stuff first. And we'll always do the pre-show and all kinds of other fun stuff over there. So if you like us, check out Patreon. Patreon.com slash Can't Podcast. <laughs> and we got a shout out. Who, Steven? The, the New man. Year's baby of the year, <laughs> our proud papa. The man whose loins, uh, uh, bur- I don't know. We've, <laughs> yeah. You we, know the loins do. We've, we've said it before. We've, <laughs> we've, hit, all, we've hit it all. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so dedicated to the bit that we can't stop until after we finish Community, right? It's true. I think whenever we do our next show, we should... <laughs> We want to give a big thanks to our dad, yeah. communities on Twitter. Uh... Today we're discussing the third of Shakespeare's works, and we'd like to give a shout out to uh, the man whose penis uh, created this bond between us. It's at communities on Twitter. <laughs> thanks, communities, for all the stuff you do. We love you, pops. Thanks, dad, for for swaddling us every evening like a little baby burrito for another year well we kind of like did our little small talk uh before we did our intros this week didn't we yeah we we, did you just want to talk about community yeah i guess because oh boy what a what an episode a lot to dive into today we're gonna get real deep with it i'm sure you know zach i think we have talked probably since the first episode of this show about how much we hate chang nijix we've talked about how much we like chang early on and we talked Mm -hmm. about his development and Mm -hmm. spiral to what we have finally landed at and especially this season we've Mm -hmm. been talking about how much we're not looking forward to it and how much the season seems to like tiptoe over it because they don't want to do that much with it and then yeah i guess for better or worse this is the changnesia episode isn't it it is we're here all right so let's talk about it it's season four episode six advanced documentary filmmaking the episode was directed by jay chandrasekhar who previously directed mixology certification intro to political science two bangers applied anthropology and culinary arts the first chang dynasty so he's a veteran of the problematic chang centric episodes uh, he also, after this episode, does in season five, introduction to teaching and basic story. And in season six, basic email security and basic RV repair and palmistry. The episode was written by Hunter Covington. This is his only community writer's credit. Mm. I feel like it tracks that a one-timer wrote this one. I'm sure he yeah. was like, maybe he was, one of, uh, maybe he was one of the new writers for season four that was in the room that was brought on and didn't stay afterwards. And this is the only episode he got to write. I'm sure he's talented. You know, you can't always blame the credited writer with the issues of an episode because they're always written by a room. But I'm not super yeah. surprised that it's not someone who wrote a bunch of community scripts that wrote mm-hmm. this one. The episode originally aired on March 14th, 2013. And let's get into it, buddy. Trivia. I kind of trivia ham this week on the trivia. I've got six questions. Oh wow, I've got five, but I'm gonna warn okay. you, uh, two of them are 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 possible possible toughies. 
Okay, I've got a couple toughies. I'll start Ooh, it off with... Show me your toughie, uh, Not the toughest, but maybe maybe it'll get tough for you. I'm trying to get it tough for you. What is the language <laughs> origin of the word Changnesia? Um, Chinese and Greek? Correct. Great job. Ooh, that was Good cool. Job. I thought that was a little funny little note up there. What were Chang's titles at Greendale? Are you, are you talking about what the dean says? Yeah. That's my next question. Ah. Uh, and I second-guessed my wording of one of them, so let's see. Let's, oh, let's, let's see. Let's grade myself. Well, let's see if I can do it without looking. Do it without looking. looking, yeah. He was a Spanish teacher. Mm-hmm. He was a disgraced student. Yes. He was a psychopathic music major. Yes. He was a something security guard. And then he was a power-hungry dictator. You know, you actually you missed a few. Now then I'm going to look. I'm going to mm-hmm. see what I wrote down. Spanish teacher, disgraced student, psychopathic music major, homeless vent dweller, mm-hmm. security guard guitarist. Yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. have those two memorized. Power hungry warlord and now Kevin. Yeah. We'll it's call it a draw because I wrote call that down. Yeah. I'll write that down anyway. I'll give you another one since you took one of mine. I'll take one. I'll, I'll, I'll throw one out anyway. What is the <laughs> trout farmer's name and what is he allergic to? Oh, shit. He's allergic to dill weed. No. You do uh, weed? Ki- kitty weed? No. C- cat weed? You're getting colder. Mouse weed? Mm, cold. Hay weed? Cool. Winter weed? No, you're not going to get it. That you good know his weed? Name. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, his name's Sullivan. Sullivan. And he's allergic to milkweed. Milkweed? F***! <laughs> oh, whoa, calm down. <laughs> it's just a podcast. It's just <laughs> oh, a I should have lied. <laughs> nice, you got me. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, during Abed's first time on camera, what animals are on his shirt? During Abed's first time on camera, what animals are on his shirt? I don't know. I'll give you a bonus point if a you toughie, can toughie. Tell, me, tell me where those animals are. I said I don't know already, Steven. I said I don't know. Well, maybe you could just get the bonus point if you tell me where they How are. How would I know where they are <laughs> if I don't know what they are? Well... No guesses? No throw out? <laughs> I've made it clear I don't know shit about uh, There what was you're a asking. rabbit, a frog, a fox, and a blue bird. And, and they were in space. They had little space helmets. It was a really oh, cool shirt. I was on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> okay, my next question for you What pets named Troy did Troy have? There oh, are three. It was a hamster. The other two are going to be guesses because I don't actually okay, know. Okay, that's fine. Um, a, a, a frog. No. And uh, uh, a bird. Yes. Ooh, and a kitty cat. Yes. Whoa, yeah. Cat, bird, hamster. I wanted to say no bird, frog, but I was though. thinking there was a reptile, though, or an amphibian. No frog. There yet. My, my bad to the frogs. I called them a reptile. According to Annie, what does Kevin see the world like? She compares him to two things. Oh, no. Like a baby? A small child, I'll take that. Small child, I don't know. Mm-mm. I remember the scene. I remember mm-hmm. her talking. It was a small child or an alien. Or an alien. I do kind of mm-hmm. remember that, but not super remember it. What song is Shirley singing when Jeff and Abed are watching security footage? Itsy Bitsy Spider. That is it. What a bop. That's got to be like one of the first songs that like I learned in my life. True bop. Shout yeah. out to Itsy Bitsy Spider. Yeah, I don't f-ing like spiders, and I love that mm. song because a spider like gets drowned. Yeah, it's like f*** you. 
And it's fire's like trying to climb up, and it's like, no. No, you're getting drowned today. That's what it's <laughs> like sometimes when you're drowned yeah. in a spider. We've all been there. Do you have uh, any more I questions? Drowned. I do have two more. Oh, I just have one more. Go ahead. Oh, uh, why? Oh, wow. I, I wrote why so. Why do the customers love Kevin? Why so the customers love Kevin? <laughs> um... Dennis is bastard man. Why Charlie hates? Shirley says why the customers love him. Yeah, because he's a good listener. Mm -hmm. You're right. Is that it, or is there more to it? No, I I just wrote he's a good listener. But you know, if you really wanted to quote the scene, he's a good listener because all the words are new to him. My last Um, question for you. I'll give you mm -hmm. my last question. What was Alessandra's phone number? Five five five. Oh nine one oh. That's so so close. Do you uh, want to try to change it, or is that all? Five you got? five five. Now you forgot. Nine zero one zero. No, it's five 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 zero one nine zero. Ah, we're so close. That was the, a really good yeah. try. Do you have one Thank more? Thank you. I do. What's Garrett's middle name? You oh. see in the credits of the film. Oh no, I don't know. Xander. Garrett Xander Lambert. Yeah. That's a bad middle name. It's not that great. Name. That's not a great it, it middle name. It does not fit. Mm-mm. Okay, decent round of trivia. At least I did better than I did last week. It was really rough last week. Last week, I, I, didn't I had get a any writing. You moment. got quite a few. You did okay mm-hmm. today. I did all right. We did, for what this episode presented to us, I think we did a good job with questions. Yeah, the fact that we paid attention enough more than yeah. once, kind of, to, to yeah. Um, ooh, I bumped my Mikey. All righty. Uh, we have an email, Zachary. Wow, way to transition. An off day. Thank you. Um, our email is from the the New Year's baby himself, yep. our our proud old papa mm-hmm. over at Communities. Um, he says, "Hi guys, I know there's a lot of Changnesia hate, but with the exception of Pierce's parts, this wasn't horrible." Mm. Um, if we stop rolling our eyes at Changnesia, we get to enjoy an episode where most of the characters are behaving like themselves. This is also the last episode that Chevy is fully in for the season. Everything after this episode in production is either short scenes, green screen, or ADR. Then he clarifies Interesting. that means voiceover. Have a great one, guys. Communis, Matt. And then we have some trivia, too. Um, who did Mr. Sullivan name Kevin after? His dog. Yeah, his Kevin. dog. Kevin. What is a MacGuffin? That's a storytelling trope, and I don't know, like, the smarty pants way to describe Mm -hmm. it, but, like, the MacGuffin in a story is, like, the thing that everybody is trying to find or everything everyone is working towards. It's that thing in the story that, like, drives the story. So in this episode, the MacGuffin is the grant from the MacGuffin Institute because everyone's working towards it. Or well, like, isn't uh, that some smart writing? This is stupid why this is my go-to example, but in Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, the mm-hmm. stupid Jedi uh, uh, viewfinder thing, that's a MacGuffin. Yeah. Mm. I gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how long was Shirley dead in the story Britta didn't record? Oh, I, I almost was dead made for three minutes, one. Shirley, or three Britta. Um... I was dead. Yeah, we got you got them all right. His dog. Nice. Um, and then for the How answer to the second it? one, he wrote Oxford Dictionary level trivia, an object or device in a movie or book that serves merely as a trigger for the plot. Hey, I nice. did a pretty good job describing yeah. it. And then a whole three minutes. Thanks for those emails, Dad. Uh, we hope you liked your Christmas presents of uh, shoelaces, yeah. belts, and a whole lot of baby oil. I don't know if this is good or bad for him, but I heard that our box full of 
hair and toenail shavings and other things I won't mention over the airwaves. <laughs> it got taken. It got it got a security or whatever. I don't know. Oh damn. <laughs> security. It's a good thing we put someone else's address on it. What was the word I said last time we recorded <laughs> about sports or something? There was something good. I don't, I don't know, know what it was. Okay. Well, let's move on to the next thing. Let's move on to whether or not Steven paid attention this week. How do you feel going into it? <sighs> Here's the issue, Zach. I'm going to yeah. be I know we have probably gotten the same issue as always. Yeah, I didn't really enjoy what was going on in this one for the most okay. part. There's some parts I like. Um, so I don't know if I can really put my heart into explaining every detail like I yeah. normally do, which yeah. means I'll probably do better because I won't get hung up on anything because I'll just kind of coast through it. So you know what, Zach? Okay. I'm going to predict that I do slightly above average today. Well, let's find out, everyone. We're going to see for the, I guess, second time in 2022. Did Steven watch the episode? episode. I was going to throw you through a curve. I was going to see if you kept going, you little piece of shit. (laughs) This week. (laughs) This week. I'm a professional, Zach. Don't interrupt me. I've got the timer up. There's 20 <laughs> seconds on the clock. Are you ready, my friend? I'm ready and rearing. <laughs> Three, two, one, go. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, Chang has Changnesia. They're making a documentary about it. So it was Secure MacGuffin Grant. Um, everybody believes Chang now except for Jeff. Um, they try and prove that Chang has Changnesia. They talk about what he's going through. Um, but Annie and Troy are on the case. They're partners. Troy's the opposite of her. Uh, Chang was faking all along, but nobody knows. Uh, they bring his wife. No. Steven, <laughs> above average? <laughs> I feel like everything that happens in the episode kind of happens in, like, the last four minutes, and that's, like, the only part you didn't talk about. <laughs> There's nothing about trout in there, about vengeful trout. That's disappointing. Yeah, buddy. Uh, and, like, the first four seconds were, oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, I think that might be for the second week in a row. I think that's a C-. minus. Oof. No, it's a C. Oh, great on a slight curve. That's a C. Thank you. You did get more in that. But your pompous attitude going into it did not go well <laughs> for you. Okay, no. so for an episode that we haven't talked about how we feel yet, but that isn't exactly an all-timer, did you write down any favorite funny moments? I actually wrote down more than I usually do, even though most of them were just like kind of chocolate. I do have, have a few. Go ahead. Um, the first one was when Garrett dropped the camera. And <laughs> I thought that was I really, really liked funny. the way that they shot that that made it very clear that, of course, Eric isn't going to drop a camera. He yeah. like, tilts it down a little bit, then it cuts to black, <laughs> and Garrett goes, oof, ah. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Um, it was good to see Garrett like that. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I also appreciated, I thought the whole Troy, like being the partner in the opposite of everything that Annie was saying was really funny and cute, sure. especially the first one where he was like, no, we won't. <laughs> And like, kind of like smiled. That was smile adorable. At the camera. That was yeah. Cute. That was really high fiving. Was cute. Sure, I'll give you that. Yeah, I, I I enjoyed. That was probably my favorite. Wow. Like thing about the episode was that storyline. Uh, is that all you wrote? Episode. Do you have any more? And then I had one more. I really I did laugh at the I was dead for three minutes. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, Yvette did a fantastic well, job in that scene. That was so face. good. 
Okay, really so funny. I wrote down several things. The first one kind of is that Brita f***ing up with the camera and the way that they shot that <laughs> scene. And where they kind of like how I like in, in comedy, they showed us what was happening rather than telling us, oh, yeah. I turned it off. You know, that was mm-hmm. pretty good. Uh, Kevin reenacting what Shirley said to That Jeff was great. Was pretty good from Ken. Um, Abed reacting to the altercation when he's like on the computer and he puts the headphones on. He's like, oh, I guess it wasn't that bad. It just was a storyline. That was funny. And mm-hmm. the last thing I wrote that was kind of a giggle how towards the beginning of the episode, Abed mentions needing money to spend on royalties for a song. And then the moment in the end of the episode where a song that's recognizable starts playing, yeah. I thought that was kind of kind really of a laugh. Funny. A mm-hmm. couple laughs in a, in a sort of dull episode. And yeah, I guess the only thing to do now is talk about what we thought about it um, earlier this season. So I guess let's recap, because honestly, I was thinking while watching this, overall, season four, I haven't had any like revelations where I'm like, oh, season four is secretly really good, but it hasn't been as bad as I build it up in my head to be. I thought there was a lot more of the characters like acting out of character, like really mm-hmm. out of character. And there really hasn't been that much no. of it other than like the first episode. And there have been, there have just been some weak, not very funny episodes. We talked yeah. about the German sequel episode being maybe the least essential episode of community in the series so far. What do you think? Is is this the new one? You seem to not like it very much or, or does this uh, do at least better than that? Where, where, where would you put it? I think this does better than that just because it's a plot line that has been going on and that will go on, you know, for a little bit. I think that it it at least is connected to the things going on in the season, whereas okay. the Germans one, if that episode didn't exist, you could have every other episode exactly how it is. Sure. Not that Community isn't kind of yeah. an episodic show, but mm-hmm. that wasn't like a one-off adventure that was exactly. any fun to go on. I think that... A lot of the actors give really, really good performances in this episode, but I think they were doing above and beyond with what they had. Yeah, and I do think that coming off... So we recorded... We're recording right now, right off the heels of recording the Thanksgiving episode, which Mm -hmm. I still... I quite like that episode. I think I would say I really like that episode. So to say the performances are strong on this one is a little bit of a stretch, I think. I felt like this, in most ways, felt like well, a pretty big step down from that. last week. I they tried their best. I think that compared to what they were given mm-hmm. to last week, because last week it was a great episode, or it was a really good episode that could have been great. This episode was a man that could bad have episode been that could have been really, really bad. That's And that's fair. what I think does it for me now does jeff give it as emotional and heartfelt a performance this week as last week no but i think that ken jong he's committed he's to what's always happening. good he's no matter doing, what awful exactly. stuff they're doing with his character abed has a solid episode shirley has a solid episode when he's in it troy is great annie i enjoy in this episode too i think and the and the dean when he's in it is funny as well but it's just, you know, they were working with the, with the decks stacked against them. Because I think the Changnesia storyline is just really dumb and so unnecessary. There are so many other things. I know that they just don't know. Like, they're like, we have Ken Jong, We have to use him somehow. And this was a swing and a miss, I think. Yeah, here's what I'll say. This episode, I don't think it's as inessential as the German one. But it does very, very close to nothing for me. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's not standout bad. It's not standout good. There are a couple of pretty bad moments in it, and there are a couple of pretty good moments in it. My two biggest issues are I don't think the direction they went with for the plot in this episode, I don't think they needed to do the documentary thing. I don't no. think they did enough with it or that the – uh, compared to the other two documentary episodes, I don't think like the project that was being filmed was as clear and present as it was. Uh, it kind of felt like just a community episode in shaky cam more so than some of the other ones. And two, I think there's some really intriguing ideas in this. I think the idea of Greendale getting involved in like trying to get grant money for this disease that's made up. I think that's a pretty cool idea. And mm-hmm. if the episode focused more on that and the grant than diving into the depths of Changnesia or like yeah. everyone all of a sudden believing that Kevin is just this cool, cute guy, I think it would have been a lot better. Like even if the dean were like, oh, no, I know he's faking, but this is a lot of money for the school, blah, yes. blah, blah. That would have been great and would have been so easy to put in there and would have added to the episode. I think even, yes, I think maybe I'd even like the Changnesia storyline better if it ended with a whimper wherever, where he finally ha- says, like, it's me, guys. It's been me the whole time. And everyone's like, yeah. Yeah, we, we kind of We kind of moved on from that. And it's then he- so ridiculous that people believe him. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. It's not a bad episode. There will be things I like about it that we'll talk about. But I don't have a lot to say about this one. Um, also, two weeks in a row, they forgot that Troy and Britta were dating again, but it's fine. Yeah, they almost forgot Britta's one of the main characters in this episode. Britta's yeah. kind of put to the background, which is sad. Let's dive in. I don't have anything else to say before we dive into you. No, we are not going to talk about Chevy until we get there. You. But Jesus Christ. What do you think God about... God f- damn it. Like, they didn't... Really, like, sorry, but Jesus. Like, the last time, like, at the end of season three that wasn't people they should have like, learned oh, their lesson don't do this and now it's clear that it's not just a dan Harmon or a chevy thing it's just that they think it's funny i guess yeah wow oof we'll get there it's we'll get thing- we will get there yeah, we we'll will get, get there, get there. <laughs> jesus jimny christmas what do you think about what i say about the documentary aspect of this episode the first two documentary episodes well, here's here i think is what what proves your argument are all timers the first two are all timers yeah, and here's what, what Top proves 20, that it I was so unnecessary, Zach, is they're making the documentary to get the grant money, but they get the grant money before the documentary is done, and then they finish the documentary and they all watch it. Yeah, you're right. That's a really <laughs> good point. That uh, should have been my did I watch the episode. That should have been my whole that rundown. Was it. That's an A plus right there. <laughs> No, yeah, I think there are some things that I like about the aesthetic because community does good mm-hmm. stuff with this type of thing. But kind of like the Haunted House episode, it feels like, I don't know, it feels Let's like... Let's do a paintball! Yeah, like there's... Yeah, it kind of does. It. They know they have to do a Changnesia episode. They don't have that many out there ideas for it. What if it was a documentary? I don't know. I, I do like the opening card with like the definition of change. That's kind of funny. The start is even a little bit funny where he's like, oh, my name's Kevin. Yeah. Or he's like, they tell me my name is Kevin. Well, actually, they told me my name's not Kevin. Like, that That was funny. Ken is pretty funny in this episode. We have seen so little of Ken Jong. This mm-hmm. is like halfway through next week's episode is the halfway point of the season. Uh, this is like 
I don't know. There was one episode that had the subplot with him and the dean that he didn't mm-hmm. do a lot in, and he showed up in the end of the first episode, and that's really it. This is that's it. The most he's been in any episode, and it reminds me that even if I don't love Changnesia or look forward to it, I do kind of miss Ken being around more because he's such a funny, uh, uh, unexpected, chaotic figure, and I like it. I do. And if I just look at Ken's performance in this episode, he does such a great job. I mean, he really is committed he his acting is always funny even if i don't like the storyline i don't think now that i'm reflecting on this episode and what i expected it to be and what it really was i don't really think my issue with changnesia is the changnesia itself it's no. the gullibility of the characters around it that's my least favorite part of this episode i think if if Changnesia had just been a joke, I think it could have been a funny community thing that we'd look at a lot mm-hmm. differently, that we'd look at a lot better. It's the fact that, and for communities to say that all the characters act in character, sure, maybe they're not saying things that those characters would never say, but they're all so stupid in this episode. Yeah. Other than Are Jeff, you telling and me even that, Jeff. Yeah, you're telling me that, like, Annie and Shirley are legitimately going to believe that. Or Abed. Like, Abed is. Abed, the D. Yeah. Abed isn't an active character in the plot, so they don't really make a big deal of what he thinks of Kevin, but he's not, like, speaking. Abed would. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But sure, I like the way it starts fine enough because Ken is really good in this, and I mm-hmm. like it. Uh, a couple of these talking heads, not all of them, but some of them happen in front of a green screen, and you can kind of see tinges of, of green. Mm. And some of them. Uh, I like the little bit with the doctor explaining yeah. what Changnesia is, especially the joke at the end when he's like, now we can do all this now that somebody has it. I like <laughs> the spinning Chang head with like the, the swirl behind it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. Book. It starts off well enough. I really like the shot of Chang laying down, just smiling with a bunch of crystals on his bare chest and like the apparatus on his head. Like, like yeah, <laughs> I don't know. The force puns joke is pretty funny that mm. how Changnesia affects so many things with his memory but doesn't affect him being able to make force <laughs> puns. Uh, another thing that I like about this episode is that the Dean's in it quite a bit and, yeah. and Jim Rash gets to talk more than he does usually and isn't wearing a silly, uberly effeminate, flamboyant costume. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's a decent, decent Dean episode. I like here in the beginning when he's listing like the history of Chang. <laughs> It, you can't say that the show forgot all of the stuff that Chang did because they mention it all the time. I think it's more in seasons five and six when they're like, we're not going to talk about any of the Changnesia, any of the dictator stuff. He's just going to like be around. And it's where the character's at his best. I think seasons five and six Chang is my favorite Chang. Yeah. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. We're getting close to seasons five and six, and I'm excited for that. I am too. I, I'm excited to see the end of the show because I've never seen the back That's half of episode. season six. Man, we're um, close to a lot of change. We're clo- After season four, we lose Chevy. You mean a lot of Chang? <laughs> we lose Chevy, even though it feels like we lost Chevy like somewhere <laughs> the first quarter of season, season three. Season three, yeah. Um, we, we lose Troy before too long, and we'll lose Shirley not too long after that. Um, yeah. But well, there's so many changes. We get so many interesting new characters. We get Duncan back in a little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking forward to a lot of it. It's going to be fun to seasons four, five, and six are the ones that I watched live as they aired when I was so obsessed with Community. Yeah. So in a way, they're kind of the most fun for me to revisit, even if they're not exactly the heights of the show. Mm-hmm. I, I really like them. Yeah. 
It'd be cool to have like a shirt or like a poster that does like the evolution of man, like from like Homo erectus and all that type of thing. But it's like the different Chang evolutions to the show. I would like that. That'd be cool. What do you think about Britta in this episode? I almost think Britta is um, one of the weak points of the episode. They're yeah. doing, they're doing the type of Britta writing that was before this season that I don't like that much. Mm-hmm. And I agree. They season four just had been doing it better. Other like than Britta. last week's god awful, you say Thera, I'll say pissed. Thera <laughs> pissed. That was pretty bad. That was bad. Yeah, this is another knock, and it sucks because Britta like started the season so strong. I feel like I want Britta uh, to be my favorite character so bad. Yeah, and just on on paper, she might be, but with what's given to us in the show, I don't think I don't think she is. Yeah, they really paint her as just. I don't like when they make it seem like Britta's not smart, because that's not the case. And I think they do that a lot in this episode. Whenever she's on camera, she's, like, kind of playing the fool. And the the camera bit is really funny, like, when she, like, is trying to record Shirley. But other than that, I don't think it plays super well for me. Yeah. The Dean's speech here where he's like, here at Greendale, we uh, support all students. People get second chances. But then he's kind of like, and we're going to get money out of this. So that's pretty Mm -hmm. cool. And the MacGuffin bit, we've kind of talked already a little bit about what MacGuffin means in, mm-hmm. in storytelling, and that's probably the smartest thing about this episode. I yeah. feel like they probably had trouble. They talked about in the commentary that at a point this episode ended with like a telethon. I think they had trouble deciding what the event that everything was leading up to was going to mm-hmm. be. So somebody was like, Haha, what if we just have what a if, MacGuffin? We're looking that's the for MacGuffin. a MacGuffin. What if it's just a MacGuffin? I think that's kind of clever, if not lazily clever. Mm-hmm. I also like the Dean joke. He's like, and hopefully, uh, fingers crossed, we'll get the money for this documentary that we're doing right now. And Abed lists some of his demands. Is that what it is here? Mm-hmm. He, when he talks about needing a, a, a camera with a smoother zoom and, and money for song royalties, I think. Maybe that's later. That's, that's later to Jeff. What I want to say about this episode that I think in some respects, at, at its most simple – Uh, does better than some of the other documentary episodes is the way that the episode remembers that the characters are supposed to be actually behind the camera. Like in in this shot, when Abed's talking about a camera with a smoother zoom, you kind of hear the camera like click and Mm. the zoom like shifts. I don't know. There's, I'll, I'll point out the others as we get through it, but there's several times in this episode where they really remember that it's supposed to be a character holding the camera all the time. However, there are also some shots that I'm like, if this is a when they're walking in the cafeteria, <laughs> or when they're uh, talking to the trout guy, it's mm-hmm. like Garrett's over here with the camera, but what's this but angle? Then, that's yeah. like on the guy's side. Who, who else is there? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it seems like they fully committed in some regards, but were also able to like shrug off stuff that they couldn't think totally. of a reason to make sense. I also think it's a nice touch that sometimes the camera works a lot worse when it's not Abed holding mm-hmm. it <laughs> or the beginning of shots like here abed's talking about what he wants to do with the documentary don't care a whole lot i don't know i don't feel as much of a need to like no yeah we don't need to go through beats. all this mm-hmm. yeah i like that in the beginning before abed starts talking the camera's kind of shaky and bumpy as if someone's getting ready to start filming or like that this this started being captured off the cuff i like stuff like that it felt really out of community's character when abed asked jeff a question and jeff says and they bleep it and then it cuts to the theme song Mm -hmm. i feel like just because the show is doing like a hyper realistically shot documentary episode we shouldn't forget that this show's a sitcom 
Yeah. Uh, I feel like Jeff wouldn't say f because community can't say f Now, in season six, they do say f So I guess that's different, but whatever. It's called growth, Zach. I'm sorry this doesn't fit your little Mickey Mouse Disney Channel wheelhouse. This is yep. adult stuff. <laughs> it's not for kids. Yeah, a lot to dive into this week, huh? <laughs> I'm having a good time, and this episode isn't as bad as some of the others this season. No. But it's pretty nothing. It's pretty blah. It's mm -hmm. like the epitome of a beige episode of Community. There's so little color to it. This was weird to me. Okay, I know you probably don't remember. The next episode of the season, and I don't totally remember it either, so maybe I just don't remember how it ties into this. Next week's episode is called Economics of Marine Biology, and it's about this, like, guy, this young guy who comes to Greendale that's supposed to, it has something to do with the school getting money. Maybe he's from the MacGuffin Institute, but I'm pretty sure his name is Archie. And Annie is holding mm. this banner here that says, Welcome, Archie. And I'm pretty sure that's what next week's episode is about. And it feels it feels like both a weird tie into next week that they don't, like, explain. Or Are they almost... supposed to be flip-flopped? Or all, no, because welcome Archie, because he comes next week. This feels like they're like getting ready for him to show up or something. Well, but isn't Annie like saying, look at this banner that has nice glitter. This one's so much better than the one that we're doing now. Oh, maybe that is true. That makes a lot of sense. I thought way too hard about it. I didn't look at the production codes. I wouldn't be surprised if that is Check true. Check the codes, Zach. So yeah, the study group are all what? They're in the study room uh, trying to get ready for this, this, this grant they're trying to get because they're in charge of it for some reason i i guess jeff comes in to mention the history of ice cream class and how they're the people in it are having heart attacks so that maybe they'll all get to get in uh isn't it weird that they talk about the history of ice cream class more often than the actual history class they're all supposed to be in yeah i forgot they were supposed to be in a history class <laughs> like i get you can't have malcolm mcdowell every week but they could be like wow history yeah. today huh or, like, the scenes when Annie and Kev... I don't know. They could have done some history stuff. They never do. Yeah. All right, let's get some sh 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 Chevy watch, but a light Chevy watch. Ch ch Chevy! From what I understand and from what Community has alluded to in the email, this week, this episode, I think this was about it for Chevy on the show. I think mm. stuff that went down went down during the filming of this episode, which considering what Pierce does in this episode is kind of silly and funny that this is the episode that he yeah. went on a tirade. Uh, and we've talked, we talked about it a lot. I think we did pretty well. The first episode of season four, we talked about how Chevy said a word on set and that's what everybody knows. But the mm -hmm. reason he said it, even though he shouldn't have ever said it, was because he was complaining about what they were doing with Pierce, which... This episode is evidence of, and if mm -hmm. this is the episode that he had a meltdown on, even though his temper and the words he decided to use rightfully are why he wasn't allowed on the set anymore, I can see why the guy was like, why am I on this show anymore? Sure. What are you doing? But at the same time, it's not like he was being easy to work with or easy to mm -hmm. collaborate with. I don't know. It's a little interesting to watch it from this angle. I feel like Chevy does seem kind of grumpy and frazzled in this episode. Yeah. They also made it pretty clear in the commentary that all of the shots of Chevy are, like, inserted already. Mm -hmm. That, like, he probably would have been on set day one and they were recording these for a couple days. Yeah. I, I don't like this episode because other than it literally being something that they've done before with a documentary, which I don't mind. I would have been fine with another documentary yeah. episode. So many other things feel like 
a rehash. Like Jeff being the only guy who's trying to show everybody else in the study room why something is wrong, and he's the only guy who really knows what's up, and they all hate on him for it, but then he ends up being right. I, I It's just, you you know what's beat by beat going to happen. Yeah, how many times is Jeff going to make an ass of himself and then get ostracized for five minutes? Oh my god, and we'll talk about it too, but the thing that Jeff does at the end of this Jesus episode, that's so out of nowhere, feels so pointless, it's Almost as bad, if not as bad, is the, the Hulk the impressionist one. <laughs> yeah. Even if this episode as a whole isn't that bad, that moment is so weird and so That's out of really not great. Oh, Jeff and Jeff Jeff has been on a streak this season. Jeff mm-hmm. has been pretty okay this season. He was so great last week. Ugh. Uh so now we see a little bit of B roll of Chang slash Kevin being stupid. Um I didn't think Many of these bits were funny, like no. the bigger. It was just a little sitting through it, waiting for the story. I don't know. Jeff doesn't believe Changnesia is real. Everybody else believes Changnesia is real. Uh, that's the conflict. And also there's kind of a, a hinge that now the documentary is going to be not just about Changnesia, but also about finding whether or not it's real, which is kind of interesting almost. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Shirley and Jeff are walking down the hallway talking. This is one of those shots. It's like, oh, shit, it's a documentary. Just, uh, yeah. I don't know, wobble the camera a little bit. Yeah. I did. Shirley does have some funny lines in this episode. When Jeff asks Shirley if she believes in <laughs> Kevin, and she's like, no, I believe the good Lord made Chang Chang. Kevin is a choice. That's a funny yeah, Shirley line. really funny. But it's pretty quickly revealed that even though she doesn't believe it, she's definitely buying into the con to work in her own favor. Uh, there's kind of this this running thread through this episode of possibly getting free labor out of Chang. Yeah. And uh, that's what's going on here. Shirley's using Chang as an employee at the sandwich shop. And that's that. <laughs> that's this scene. Uh, also, uh-huh. I have a question, and we'll yeah. get to it later. Sure. Why did Britta and Shirley have the camera to themselves anyway? What's yeah, that have to Shirley's do with Chang? Like, now, you be careful with that now. That's Abed's camera. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. why was it recording on? Oh, because Britta's an idiot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shirley defends using Kevin in her restaurant because customers seem to love him. He's a good listener because he's a blank slate. It is fun watching Chang act out this blank slate, but... yeah. I feel like when later on it's revealed that this is a plot, it Spoiler feels like alert. such an afterthought. Whereas if from like episode one, Chang's like, my evil plan this year is, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it feels like they don't quite know what they want to do with it and they don't really want to commit to it, but then they have to to wrap it up. It's it's better if we're in on the joke, you know, or somebody is. The whole time we're like... We know there it's are not a couple real, moments but... later on where Chang like kind of looks at the camera and makes like a little smirk as if he's mm-hmm. like doing something. But there's no, yeah, it, it, we don't know. So like we're just kind of left, huh? So easy to put just a couple shots throughout the season of him like when he's by himself, like breaking and then putting it back on when there's a person. Or to put the scene from the end of this episode where we learn his pl- that he's faking yeah. it at the end of one of the last couple episodes mm-hmm. and then this episode we watch him play stupid the whole time knowing that already would be a little funnier yeah if not much just put a paintball in there for christ's sake for god's sake if some blue doesn't splatter <laughs> let on me the get wall, some paintballs over here the scene with jeff and shirley arguing only becomes funny 
in hindsight when later on Kevin reenacts the whole scene, which is a yeah. highlight from this episode. So then Jeff gives a talking head um, talking about, I don't know, his, his angle on the thing. And, and then he goes to the dean. Why does he go to the dean? Does he tell the dean that he believes Kevin now to get something? Yeah, or he wants he... to help. But it's so he can make out with Chang's ex-wife. <laughs> Classic yeah. Jeff. <laughs> He's going to expose that guy who's not doing anything to <laughs> harm him. The Dean trying to direct Jeff in the situation when he's like, all right, can you take that one more time? And Abed pan the camera around and he says, Jeff, can you use the word powwow instead of conversation? <laughs> it just sounds more like you. I like how much Abed and the Dean keep trying to give Jeff like direction, like with what he's doing, because he's the only one who's not like actively participating in the documentary. But then he is actively participating in the documentary. So, you know, and I don't know how intentional that is, but the last time we did a documentary episode, it was the Dean's creative power trip. So it kind of feels like he's still just got some of this director in him after yeah. that a little bit that's showing up again, which is kind of nice. But Jeff, as usual, he isn't actually turning around. He then makes it clear in the talking camp in the talking head that he's going to expose Chang to everybody. <laughs> I don't know what capturing the Freedmans is. I don't either. That showbiz. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> if we're gonna have to do this, if we're gonna do this, we're gonna have to get Garrett a steady cam, and then it cuts to Garrett, who's got this like 18th century wooden camera <laughs> mount attached to him. That showbiz, and then yeah, he barely moves the camera. It it goes black. We hear clinkle, clinkle, crinkle, crinkle. It's like oh, ah. <laughs> uh, good times. Mm. And that's a commercial. After the commercial, uh, we're hey, back if you in the study listened, room. Last week, right? Two weeks ago. At this ago, point, two weeks ago. We put out Zach's little fireside chat with Eric. So go go check that out if you haven't already. Yeah, if you haven't listened to it. It's a great interview. Uh, I rambled about it for about 15 minutes around the interview, too. That was fun. Go check it out. <laughs> Six seasons in a podcast. Represent. Woo-woo. We love them over there. Yeah, we love them over here, too. Annie. Here, I have there. an issue with Annie in this episode. Okay, hit me with it. I don't, and it's kind of more an abstract feeling than a than a direct issue. Mm-hmm. She just feels especially gullible and stupid this yes. episode. Not in like a oh my god Jeff kind of way like we got in the space time episode, but I don't know. She just feels like I'm Annie, partner. Yeah, uh, I am. I love Kevin. Let's go find answers about Kevin. You know, I don't know. Annie is just kind of like an avatar in this episode. Yeah, I like her in the scene at the uh, Trout Place. I I like her once she starts being, like, the investigative Annie more because then she's actually, like, being her character. Yeah. But other than that, they don't really give her much to do with any substance. We get the beginning of the initiation of what's going to lead to what I'm sure will be a nice, balanced, smart discussion on race that we'll have a little (laughs) later. Uh, Jeff is trying to sabotage the whatever from the inside, and so he puts Pierce in charge of the presentation. And I notice right here in this line when Pierce says, finally, somebody's making some sense, Chevy delivers it like, finally, somebody's making some sense. like, (laughs) yeah. He very much isn't making sense while he's talking about (laughs) making sense. It's not a hard line. No. And yes, he talks about how he's got a blackface bit he's been workshopping. 
Oh, uh, which at least what we get later, I mean, it's bad. But it's I'd rather bad. have black at hands least he than doesn't black face. Paint, at least he doesn't paint his face black. And, oh my god, the Advanced Dungeons the... & Dragons episode is an issue. Yeah. When when he's done brown face and now he He literally does... paints his hand yellow to portray somebody from Asia. And I don't even know... Is is it like a black Mexican person? Is the other one supposed to be? Because he does. I don't know. It's like he senior. calls someone a honky, but then yeah, he's saying senor and like a Mexican. I don't know. It's not good. We'll get there. not good. Didn't make the funniest moments of the week. Not for me. No. Yeah. So Jeff, just because everyone thinks he's on board now, he sends Troy and Annie, who are like on Kevin's side, to investigate on something. It doesn't quite make sense to me. They're just like, no. yep, and then they run off to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. They're not like, oh, you smarmy Jeff, are you up to no good? You know what I mean? They just have no thought. Yeah. All the characters are really dumb in this episode. And sure, this partner thing that we get between Troy and Annie is cute because Donald and Allison have such great chemistry. I love the friendship that is becoming so lived in between Annie and Abed and Troy. They just feel like best friends. So it's cute yeah. to watch it. But also, like, these characters are just so dumb. And, like, this is just as dumb as the rest of it, even if it is cute. Uh, another moment. Num- number two on the things that I like that, that shows character behind camera. When Troy gives Abed a thumbs up from behind the camera and you see Abed's thumb come up. Yeah, that's really back cute. is a nice touch. What's with this season and maps? Jeff Ooh. shows a map to uh, of, like, where Kevin was found and stuff. Uh, last week, Abed drew a map on his chest. Uh, the Halloween episode. Yeah, what's had with a all the maps? Map. Now we've got like three maps, and yeah. we still don't know where we're going. What is this? An atlas? <laughs> what is this? Dora the Explorer? But yeah, Annie <laughs> immediately finds something uh, fishy about the map with the trout farm. That's what I'm kind of curious about. What is their angle here? Just to see that like uh, Kevin was mistreated? I think, or to prove maybe Kevin they wrong, think that they're gonna figure and, out where he was when he was gone, so they can help. Well, right, him. that's what they're saying, but I don't know. I don't know how they're not just like, well, what's Jeff doing here? I don't know. Oh, I so so Jeff is like, I'm sure he went through terrible things yeah. during those months where he was by himself. Let's right. figure out what he had to go through so we can make people feel bad for him. So maybe they're like, oh, we're gonna find out what Chang had to endure. That is literally what they've all been saying and what it is. I don't know. It just feels very much that like, all right, you guys go do this, and they're like, okay. What are even – so Britta and Shirley are given, like, an assignment of stuff to do, and then they just hang out at Shirley's sandwiches the whole time. Well, he said to, to go to into go to his, his house and stuff. Yeah. But they're like, nah, we're not going to build his house. Nah, we're not going to do that. <laughs> we're not going to do that. We're using so the we cafeteria the as the cafeteria this week. Mm-hmm. They're all coming up with their assignments, and Kevin walks in the room to thank Jeff for, for seeing the other side of things. Uh, he calls Jeff an ex-lawyer, so Jeff thinks he's caught him on something. But then Kevin proves himself right that he didn't slip up in a way that's really funny. That he just snap can recite everything Jeff and uh, Shirley said in front of him not that long ago. That's kind of funny. The way he just like yeah, trolls it the off. The whole thing. <laughs> they even said on the commentary that when they filmed that scene with Shirley and Jeff... They had, like, alternates where they said slightly different things or, like, different mm-hmm. lines. So Ken had to do all of them. Like, wow. all of the, like, four versions of that scene for whichever one they decided to use. Oh, my God. 
especially the way that he really sells Shirley's monologue about, and I gave Andre a second chance, and you're just a lawyer, and what if Greendale didn't <laughs> give you a second chance? Pretty funny. His short-term memory is improved. That's why he remembers all this stuff so well. <laughs> and he does deliver the line where he's like, my doctor calls it and pulls out his arm where he yeah. looks at like all kinds of stuff written on his arm. And what does he say? A side, side effect. effect. <laughs> <laughs> and also, Jeff, even though he's the one that seems most in character because he doesn't buy into into Chang's thing, I don't buy that, Ch- that Jeff would be like, game meets game, Kevin. Time yeah. for the chess match. He'd be like, <laughs> this you he'd be like this is stupid you're all idiots i'm going home chang's i'm chinese isn't he not isn't he i thought he was korean didn't they say he's korean? um i think that's the joke is that his character always the joke like, is that the asian guy is just some type of asian yeah that the, the the it's funny because what they're saying all asian people look like they well because any- he is because chang is a chinese name and I but think, Zhang is not. Because <laughs> I think Kin Zhang is actually Korean, right? I don't know. I, I don't know enough to speak. I don't know. But I think they've said before, uh, where like Chang said he's Chinese, and Shirley's like, you're Korean, or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So now we get a scene, which I put as one of my funniest moments, but I don't really know if the scene is all that funny. It's actually kind of boring. It actually kind of halts the episode for a little bit. But I like what it's doing, how... We just get a shot of Britta talking, and Britta and Shirley are just kind of uh, uh, small talking, and we don't really know like what they're filming or what the inclusion of this means. But it pretty yeah. quickly becomes clear that uh, it's it's not what they think it is. They think that the camera is on standby, and when they try to start recording, they turn it off and miss whatever it is they were trying to record. I think it's funny when they're passing the camera back and forth and they have this like fumbling small talk and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of funny. So yeah, they get ready for whatever Shirley is going to say on camera. They're trying to get some inspirational stuff on camera, but as soon as she's ready to talk, Britta sets up the shot, presses the button and stops recording. And then after it starts <laughs> back up, Shirley's got tears running down her face <laughs> and they start talking about how she just like told this personal story that she's never told anyone that involved her being <laughs> you dead don't think for three the song minutes. was too much <laughs> i was dead for three minutes britta <laughs> after that jeff oh god here it is jeff walks into the study room here's the first of the two bad parts he walks into the study room to just pierce so that's not a good sign mm-hmm. uh pierce has some pens in front of him he's working with his hands he looks all mischievous like he's got something to show off and he shows off Senor Wences. Yeah, it's sombrero. It's dark mm-hmm. brown, black on his whole arm. Mm-hmm. Um, Not great. The only thing I can say that I like about this is the turtle face Chevy makes that he's <laughs> like impressed it. with himself. I'll, I'll uh, flag this one over to you, Stephen. What you got to say? Big ol' thumbs down on this one, yeah. which it was like two thumbs down, and then I needed to get two more racist hands to give it more thumbs down when he pulls out the uh, counterpart. Yes, his Asian yeah, his wife. Asian wife. Oh, it's bad. The worst of all of it. The worst, most painful grading thing is Chevy doing the like Chinese musical flourish that's always done by people yeah. making fun of Chinese people. Oof. It's just so bad, and... It's like this part of the episode was written by, like, a sixth grader in 2005. And like I've said so many times, it's okay to have a character that's so awful and brutish and, and, 
and wrong all the time when the joke is always you're wrong and an idiot and sure i guess that's the joke here but they don't call him out he doesn't really it, it's just there as like a sideshow attraction and that makes it worse that makes yeah. them just telling a racist joke Mm-hmm. because later on he does it for ago. a crowd and eight no years ago on yeah. broadcast television they should have known better or seven years i guess it's 2022 now now we get Troy and Annie going to the trout farm to learn more stuff about Chang. This scene feels kind of out of place for me. It doesn't really, maybe it's the set, but but the trout guy and their conversation around the desk, I don't know, it almost feels like something out of a different show. It feels a little, and maybe it's because it's in documentary style, but it feels kind of Parks and Recce. It does feel very Parks and Recce. I enjoyed this scene though, I think maybe more than you did. I yeah. thought it was funny. At least, and what it was. What did you like about it? What was funny? I'll hold that up. <laughs> I, I honestly, it's mostly just. I think the character of the trout farmer was funny. I think it's funny that they're at a trout farm trying to figure out where Chang. The trout was. farmer has a couple of funny lines, and I think that it's really funny, like when Allison knows that Troy's just saying the opposite of whatever she says, and how much fun he's having doing that. And so then she uses that. I think that was kind of clever, and I enjoyed that whole scene, Zachary. Right here is one of the things I mentioned earlier. Shut up, Steven. <laughs> that we see Garrett with the camera. Yeah. Then there's another shot from a different angle. And you can see like a corner of the camera and Annie like pushes it away. Who's there? Who's filming? Who's filming yeah, over the Yeah, they have another person because is Abed there? No, Abed is filming Jeff. There has to be another person because of the angles we see, but I don't think they, like, mention another person than Garrett. Well, because somebody has to be recording Garrett. Like, that's... Yes. <laughs> also, the episode doesn't do a very good job of... Li like, the stuff with Britta and Shirley just before. How mm -hmm. is that... I, I feel like this episode has to be the finished project documentary that we're seeing. Yeah. We're watching what the characters are watching. So why does some of it look like That's it's like... That's what it's felt like in some of the last episodes. Why is it written like a sitcom episode of television with like an A, B, C plot? You know what I mean? Yeah. Now we've got this whole trout scene to go through, and you pretty much said everything there was to say about it. No, there's not a lot to say about this. Their chemistry is good. They're funny together. Uh, I like the way that somehow they're stupid act with each other works to get the guy to tell the information that he has been using Chang or use Chang for free labor for like three months. And I really like the way that the guy delivers his confession. It's like, we yeah. were friends. You know, I treated him <laughs> with respect. Uh, yeah. Before that, Troy and Annie easily figure out something's going on. And it's about like milkweed allergies and how he said things were more productive during, I don't know. Well, because how could he be productive to... with a milkweed allergy, Zachary? Any gumshoe worth her salt will, <laughs> would know. Yeah. And another thing, I know you like the Troy Annie stuff, and it is funny, but literally the only joke is like, I'm partner, I'm Houlihan, what about you, Houlihan? What about you, partner? There's no, like, other joke? I'm just trying to enjoy something going on in this episode, Zach. Give me this. Okay. I don't want to, but I guess I will. And this this scene almost would have fit better in the Law & Order episode than it does in this one. Yes. Why didn't they do a second Law & Order episode instead of another documentary? Or like, and this is before the time of making a murderer, but almost like if they had been able to do like a true crime documentary yeah. about like the bad guy Chang was and like who he says he is now. That would have been much funnier, I think. 
I didn't think the Troy having a bunch of pets named after him joke was funny. Nope. No, it just wasn't. Um, Donald does a good. He does his best to deliver whatever mm-hmm. they tell him to deliver, but it, it wasn't funny. Also, what were they supposed to come back with? <laughs> like, obviously, he's been keeping this charade up. Yeah, and do you think like, that he was gonna like find if the trout guy was in on that secret? How would that come out when he's being interrogated by people not looking? For Two that? strangers, yeah. But Jeff's line is like they're supposed to come back with a smoking gun, and all they found was a little bit of human rights abuse. That was kind of funny. And then we're 13 minutes into the episode, so we're in the third act, and we need to like wrap this up somehow. We need to catch Chang on something God to get to the we. end of the episode. So. Jeff is like, well, there has to be something. Let's just watch all of your footage. And then they cut to them at a table. And (laughs) Aved's like, you're never going to find it. I looked through all this footage, except I fell asleep and didn't quite get through all of it. It was so boring. And then Jeff's like, what about this right here? That's what we needed front and center. Enhance. 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 Some of the – because obviously – when like you film, told me Abed didn't fast forward through, he's not capable of that. That Jeff would think of that first. <laughs> also, yeah, the enhanced thing. It's so clear that the scene where they're sitting in front of the computer and like there's a part where Jeff points at the computer screen and he's like, what's this? And if you look at how it <laughs> correlates with the video that they've superimposed onto the computer screen, it looks a little yeah. silly. He's like, what's this? When it's very clearly like Chang in large front and center. Mm-hmm. He's like, wait, wait right what's there, that? what's that? <laughs> Come on, you slippery snake. Abed says when Kevin is alone that all he really does is practice smiling and laughing. Is that something? And he says everybody's done it, and there's an awkward little moment. Did you ever do that? No, I think the joke is that Abed has to like learn how to mimic human emotion. I got that that was the joke, but I didn't do that, and I wondered if maybe it was a thing and more people did it. Well, I think when people aren't sociopaths, Zachary, Mm. they... Can't relate. (laughs) You're like, what is this feeling? So yeah, this is the smoking gun. Chang is dialing a number and hanging up and dialing it and hanging up, and that's going to be the thing that gets us in the next Ha ha! Okay, now we're in the final... Now we're in the final stretch of this episode, and if this episode was unremarkable before this scene, I feel like this is really where it falls off the rails. It doesn't come to a very satisfying conclusion. It's just a bunch of silliness that isn't funny, and I'm surprised the community said the characters are so in character this episode, because I think this is when they're not. Uh Uh-huh. I do like the Understanding Changnesia poster. That's always cool. Yeah, that's cool. Graphic design team, the set dressers on community always do a stellar job. So the MacGuffin people are here, and Jeff has prepared a presentation for them, which begins with the light comedy act uh, from Pierce. And it just makes me think, I don't know, what was the point? They must have just thought that this was so funny. Yeah, I think they legitimately thought it was funny. Pierce just goes and sits down. Nobody talks about it. There's not even a thing of, like, people being disgusted, really. No, by, there were, right? like, no groans from the audience or anything. Like, he just sits down. Or, like, the MacGuffin people being like, okay, well, we're leaving. No, they still get the grant after it. And even people applaud and laugh at yeah. him. And as the dean rushes him off the stage or whatever, he's kind of like, you're so funny. Big old teddy bear. Yeah, not good. And it's not funny. Mm-mm. And... 
community has done so many like, oh my god, did they just make a joke about that? Jokes that are yeah. really, really funny. But this is just the type of thing that is never funny. Mm-hmm. Making jokes about stereotypes that are literally just like doing the stereotype are never funny. You can yeah. make a joke about why the stereotype is the stereotype or like how stupid the stereotype is. That could be funny. Well, and I feel like it wasn't even stereotypes. It was just this. I'm going to draw yellow on one hand yeah, and say it wasn't that it's even, Asian. Let's it was not make, like he was like, this yeah. hand is like something about that. You know, it wasn't yeah. even that. It was, Yeah. And then Jeff shows up, and he's here for a presentation. And, oh, my God, the way that then at the end of this episode, we're not quite to it yet, but they get the grant? Yeah. <laughs> what is up with that? Yeah. So Jeff takes the stage, and he's prepared to talk a little bit about uh, Kevin. And, honestly, I'm having to watch this as we talk about it because this is usually a stretch that I was pretty tuned out of when watching the episode, when Jeff's talking. What is he saying? He's about to bring out Chang's ex-wife. Is there anything before that? Yeah, he like shows the video of Chang uh, dialing. dialing the phone, dialing and over then and over like again. says, "This is a number that he must know," and then brings out the ex-wife. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's something that I kind of appreciated was seeing Chang's ex-wife. We haven't seen her since I think season one. Yeah. I mean, it didn't really do anything for me. <laughs> it wasn't really anything <laughs> special, but it's a cool idea that they would go back on the show's history in that way to be like Ben just a couple years ago was at the very least a guy who was like stable enough to be married to a beautiful, uh, smart seeming mm-hmm. woman, you know, how far he's come. There's kind of a little shade of like her being there to point out how ridiculous everything else that's gone on truly is. But the show doesn't go far enough with that idea to make it worth it. I don't know. So the charade is up. Now it's clear that Jeff isn't here to try to help Chang. He's here to try to uh, unmask him as the liar he is. And what's stupid is that he doesn't. So it, what was the point? There and then was we learned no point. that he is lying. It's just, oh, great, now I guess we'll get to do another episode like this in a few. It's Mm only a 13-episode season. Don't waste two. The best episodes of the season have either been like the holiday episode and the Thanksgiving episode with that long series payoff or the one-off episodes. Like, I kind of like the Space Time episode. I don't know. This just feels like a waste of such a short season. Mm -hmm. And that they don't even resolve the thing that it's about by the end of the episode. It would have made, wouldn't it have made more sense for an episode like this, kind of like the first Chang Dynasty, to come near the end of the season and yes. end with a wrap up? Instead, they're like, "Well, we gotta keep them like this until later." I don't know. What did you think of uh, uh, Kevin's explanation for why he was dialing the wife's phone number because he well, found that... it in the vents and thought it was the most beautiful thing he'd ever seen? He's not in the vents anymore, though, is he? And why would Kevin that was my be, issue? Why would Kevin be going through the vents? Yeah. Because he doesn't have Chang's memories. He doesn't know that exactly. Chang through the events. Yeah. Game meets game, Kevin. If anything, the way that this set up a little spark that's still there, even with the Kevin of it all, I kind of wish they would have again later brought the ex-wife back. Yeah. As like, uh, maybe she like tries to get him back to normal. But, oh my God. Oh, this before is they can have that little moment that they're having, like I'm just talking about. Out of nowhere, Jeff grabs her and sexually assaults her. Literally, as she's about to kiss Chang, 
with her eyes closed, he pushes Chang out of the way and plants his face onto hers very aggressively. <laughs> and literally, people are like, what the f*** are you doing, Jeb? And he's like, well, if he doesn't remember, it doesn't count. I can do whatever I want, right? He's literally that meme of the guy who gets, like, third place, but you see him, like, popping a bottle and, like, kiss, like, the girl giving the medals, <laughs> and then you see him on, like, the bottom step of the podium. That's Jeff right now. What the hell? Uh, <laughs> Doesn't like, that doesn't bother, bother you? That bothers you. You're upset. Thank God they stop this right here yeah. and cut to a pretty funny Abed bit where even though it's about something ridiculous, the way that he's like, I don't know, it, this was even before the real time of reaction videos where yeah. Abed's like, <laughs> I almost thought that while I was watching it, that if you took this little clip of Abed, it'd be a good reaction clip to certain things. Mm-hmm. Like, I would show you what happens next, but it's a little too much to handle. So I'm just going to react to it. And he puts his headphones on. He like, yeah. it's just a little, he's like, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I think that's funny. Danny sells it really well. A lot of people talk about, and we did a little bit how Abed felt kind of asleep for a couple of episodes mm-hmm. this season. I think Danny's still been yeah. close to just as good as Abed this whole season. Abed's great. We see the last, the fallout of what Jeff did. Everyone's like storming out. Everyone's yelling at Jeff. And I can't, for the love of God, remember how does this end with him getting the money? Isn't that so dumb? Yeah. Why did they need to get the money? You know? Yeah. I I don't know. Nothing has been. The lady comes up to the dean and is like, I love it. (laughs) I'm used to work this hard to prove this. You deserve this money. Well, Here you go. You're going to need all the help you can get. Oh, my God. It's so stupid. That's so dumb. Then Jeff knocks over a tripod angrily, storms off. Everybody starts dancing and hugging and high-fiving. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I don't know. We've said about all there is. There was not much to say about this episode, buddy. Again, it's not the worst episode I've ever seen. It's not the worst episode of the season. There's no point for anything that that happens. Yeah, there's no point to it, for it. Hmm. Now I'm angry, and I don't want to be. I love community so much. I accidentally became more Chang than Chang at his Changiest. Yeah, now we get a little scene of Jeff is like a pariah now, and the study group hangs out with Chang while Jeff has to sit by himself. And this is going to lead to a little scene between Jeff and Chang where Chang comes to sit with him and kind of wins him over a little bit. I thought if anything, this scene kind of gives a point to the episode where now everyone is just hook, line, and sinker. For is Chang. that the point of the whole episode is now Jeff buys it? Is that what we're here for? Is I that what, what we I, worked so hard I to accomplish? Yes, that is the end goal. And look also, at that extra Because that mustache. Yeah. yeah, that, that pissed me off when combo, I was watching this. It pissed this. you That's off. That's awful. Why yeah. did it piss you off? Because that's how that guy looks. How dare you be an extra who's just supposed to be in the background yeah. of a show and you show up like that? They talked about it on the commentary. They were like, yeah, that was just some guy. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like he has a Darkest Timeline thing on almost. Yeah, but unfortunately, that's his real face. You can't have a goatee and a twist mustache. Pick one. We yeah. get it. You have a lot of hair on your face. But what do you think? If this is the point of the episode, what does that say? Do you like it? Do you like the no. scene between them? Do you like that they come to terms a little bit? I did not. Okay. Because there's nothing that he did to prove that he's Chang. No. People just got mad at Jeff. Yeah. 
or prove that he's not you know he doesn't remember yeah people just got mad at jeff and jeff's like well i don't want them to be mad at me so i get where he's coming from i i, I get why he'd want to i now understand what it's like to be him so i'm gonna agree that now he's kevin but smartly they again cut it with like a famous uh, not famous they cut it with a funny joke when the song starts playing mm-hmm. and it just all of a sudden feels like the wrap-up for a documentary like this which i think is cool but again, if this is the end of the documentary, you know, the song starts playing, they shake hands, there's a Also, is Jeff shot. just eating hard-boiled eggs? Lily brought that up when we were watching it. It was like, what is on Jeff's plate? It's just like blobs? And yeah, it's just hard-boiled eggs. Because he's a healthy boy. <laughs> is that healthy to just eat hard-boiled yeah, eggs? Yeah, it's... It seems terrible you, for your cholesterol. You're not on the hard-boiled diet. If you eat nothing <laughs> but 45 hard-boiled eggs a day, oh man, the glow is insane. Yeah. <laughs> You feel like shit, but the glow is insane. Yeah, the credits were, What I was saying is, if this is supposed to be the end of the documentary, it means even more that what we had seen before should have been the documentary as presented, and why mm. was so much of what we saw a part of it? Yeah. Pillows and blankets, this is not. No. And that's the end of the episode. I think they're all watching uh, the, the documentary in the study room. Everyone's kind of applauding it, um, talking about what happened. Britta comes up with a censorship documentary idea. It gets kind of shrugged off like she has been the whole episode. Mm-hmm. Jeff makes an apology to the group. Everything seems good. Also, what the f*** is he wearing? Chevy seems really That's not a very Jeff there. outfit. No, it isn't. <laughs> no, it isn't. Joel was actually about to go, like, fishing with his kids. and Not at this <laughs> point, but in the scene where Jeff was giving the speech and he was wearing a suit... Joel said on the commentaries, like, yeah, I had to film the soup that day. (laughs) I was about to go host the soup. That's really funny. Kevin takes the apology that that Jeff gives. Everyone laughs and smiles. Kevin says something stupid. They all laugh at him. It seems like everything's good. Everything's all happy. And then we get the end cap, the end tag. Usually, you know, the end tag is something funny and silly, a little unrelated to the episode, but not, not this, time. this time. It's that dramatic conclusion to the story that we all were waiting for. I couldn't believe it. I gagged the first time I saw it. Can you believe it? Chang I was is so actually shocked. Chang. If he forgot all of his memories and didn't know his name was Ben Chang, why is it called Chang Nisha? Why would he know Chang? Why would he... Like, this could have all been funny, but the fact that they make it a thing that everyone's believing that we're just supposed to go along with is so dumb. And again, this end tag, the whole episode was like, he's so good at keeping his charade up, let's watch if he slips up. And then he's loudly evil laughing as he walks around a crowded hallway talking on the cell phone. And that's the end of the episode. Final thoughts, Steven. Sand. Nobody like knows sand. what that means. That's an inside joke. What does that mean? Uh, not great. I, I I probably liked it less on deeper analysis. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's just pointless. I don't know. There's not a whole lot not I have to funny. say positive. It's not as bad as some others. I stand by that. I could watch it again. And there were only like two things that made me groan real big in it. It's the the Pierce thing, obviously, and and Jeff kissing the ex-wife. The rest just kind of happened, and I watched it, but I didn't really feel anything out of it. And that's the end of the episode. Steven, I, for the life of me, still, I don't really know who I want to give an MVP to. I think Mm -hmm. I know. Do you have one? Do you know who you are? Go ahead. Um, So... 
I wrote Kevin question mark. And I almost take it away because of that last scene. But Ken Jong gives a great performance. Kevin was as Kevin as he can be. Yeah. And if I look at him as Kevin, MVP of the episode, honorable mention to Abed, I guess. I'm going to give it to Abed because he doesn't get too involved with the ridiculous shenanigans. He does his Abed thing, has a couple funny lines, does his thing behind the camera, but... Man, the main reason I give it to him, I thought I was going to, when I was watching it for the first time until the end, I was like, I kind of like Jeff this episode. Maybe I'll give it to Jeff. And then he sexually assaulted someone. Yeah. So I can't give it to Jeff. That kind of took it away from him. It's Abed. That's all I got. Steven, that's the episode. I'm bummed out now. You know what we need? What do we need? A, a big old bowl of room temperature gazpacho, gazpacho soup. Is that from something? That's from yeah. I think you should leave. Like everything mm-hmm. we say, isn't it? Yeah. 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 No, I I don't know, Zach. I I think we need to. It's a wash. This one's a wash. Yeah. Total. <laughs> Just you know, we'll look forward to next week. I don't when, think there's much to look forward to next week when I'll be the honest. marine biology happens and and Aiden Aiden Ainsley, what's his name? Andrew. Uh, Archie. Archie, when Arch, good old Archie good old, comes into I can't town. Wait, yeah, I can't wait to see what Archie and Jughead and Betty and Veronica all get into next week. On the but next episode then, of Riverdale. I'm let's like wrap this thing up. If you want to be a part of this, next week we are talking about economics of marine biology. Send in your trivia, your favorite funny moment, and your episode MVP from that one to CanDisappointPodcast at gmail.com. If you like what we do here, patreon.com slash podcast. That's where all the action is. That's where we do our thing even more than what we do here. So if you like us, you want us to be able to take this show further, take this podcasting thing further in the future, and want to get a little extra entertainment out of it, that's the place to do it. Steven, where can the people find us? You know, if you want to tell us how you feel about Changnesia, if you remember, I don't know, uh, come find us over on Twitter, over at You Can't Disappod. We're also on Instagram under the name Can't Disappoint Podcast. And we're on YouTube and Facebook under the whole name of the show, You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. Yes. I also want to real quick, before we wrap it up, give a second shout out. I talked about it for a second last week, but I didn't have all the information I needed. The artist that did our new podcast art. I really love our new podcast art. I think it gives our show a great new look that we needed. Follow them on Instagram. They're super talented artists. They do comics. They do uh, uh, commissions all the time at Houseplant Draws. Super easy to remember. Go look it up. Go go follow them. Super talented. Yeah, thanks again. I, I love it. it. It's it's great. I hope you guys enjoy looking at it. If you don't watch the video version of this podcast, that's really the best way to look into our beautiful eyes. Yeah. So do it. Well, I think that's it, buddy. It's been fun, even though it wasn't an essential episode of Community at all. And even though we recorded one of these like three days ago, it was fun. I enjoyed <laughs> chatting been, with you. It's, it's always It's fun. been a lovely time. I wouldn't chang it for the world. I don't get it. With that being said, from inside the Dreamatorium, Black Lives Matter, get your booster shot. Everybody's getting COVID. Be safe yeah. out there. Take it easy. If you get it, do the right thing. Stay away from people. Um, I don't know. <laughs> what else? I'm Zach. I'm Steven. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. We'll be back. Thanks for hanging out with us. That's all she wrote. Goodbye, everyone. We love you. But when the night is falling, you can't-